Welcome to the next in the series of our podcasts. Today we explore the subject of hidden homelessness. I was in private accommodation with um, a partner, um, a relationship breakdown. Um, I had my son was 14 at the time and I couldn't afford to pay the rent because she put the, the rent up. Uh, the landlady so I said to her like wait you're gonna have to take it's gonna end up in court because I keep owing her money and then I lost my job because I had an accident so I couldn't afford to to rent the house anymore I didn't have any savings and then so I had to put all my stuff uh, scattered around in different people's houses Um, moved in with my mum but my mum suffers with bipolar tendencies and um, she couldn't quite handle me my son and two dogs living with her quite a lot so then um, the council put me in um, emergency accommodation, which they called a B&B. It wasn't very, it wasn't stable there. And I was working, um, then had to leave my son alone because no one could check on him. I wasn't allowed family, wasn't allowed friends, wasn't allowed my pet. I had to rehome them for a few months because I didn't, they told me I'd never get anywhere. Never, ever. The council said, you're not going to get anywhere. They said, you're in, um, you're adequately housed now when you're in a and b And I... I argued the, the point of how am I adequately housed when I can't have family, friends, pets. It, it, it doesn't seem right to me. And I saw an aggressive arrest and people knocking on the door. My son answered and they were on drugs and it was it was quite difficult. So I um, put a shout out on Facebook and luckily um, a friend that I just made um, had some free space and uh, my son and I moved in there, but I was on a a camp bed in the living room with all these people walking in and out that I didn't know so I had no personal space as a female um uh, that was quite difficult and then um my son had a room of his own but also like we lived at the opposite side of, of, the, of Exeter then so therefore he had to get two buses to school he was late all the time but it was just it was a nightmare and and, and amongst that I got diagnosed with fibromyalgia um so I I stopped work I couldn't work anymore um so you know uh, I then spoke to St Petrox in Exeter which the council advised me to do um and a lady there helped me um which got my banding into a B from a C so it went to a D when I was in emergency accommodation it went to a C again when I got out of there um and then it went to a B because of my my health conditions um and then within three weeks I got a house um, which was amazing, um, absolutely, but uh, also overwhelming because they rip out all the carpets and they don't tell you that. So, you know, I had to build the whole house up from scratch, which I have done. And now, you know, I've, I've had somewhere to live for two and a half, over two and a half years, which took me nine months of being homeless with a son. And it was the most difficult thing I think I've ever faced in my life. And being a mother, a single mother as well, and losing my job, getting diagnosed with fibromyalgia. And then I got diagnosed with complex PTSD. So um, it was all it was all quite a lot. I, I got there in the end, but it took me nine months, just over nine months. I want to help other people, you know, that are in the same similar situation to what I was. Um, because you face so many, so many obstacles. Having a child alone, homeless, I, I think that's just, it's very scary and um, there needs to be more out there for people because I didn't have anybody to help me. I did it all on my own uh, with the help of some pet drops. So yes, um, it was a scary time. I think we can be the voice and there's many others uh, obviously like that have been in the same situation. 
And I think that this is the, this is why that we should do things like this because we can be the voice for those people who are literally like hidden home. Nobody knew I was homeless. I wore makeup. I wore nice clothes, you know, because I was able to buy that at one point. But nobody recognised that I was homeless because you don't tell people that you're homeless. And I think um, people people don't see it. People people can't see it. Um, and I think that's why this needs to be spoken about because if we're the people that uh, have actually been through it and, and and lots of other people can be the voice like I say and and we can help those. I was ashamed of being homeless because I, I've always kept myself well and I've always had a job. My advice would be to reach out um, because a lot of people don't. A lot of people try and do everything on their own. I think reaching out um, even to friends, uh, Facebook or anywhere that you can reach out. There are people out there that will help you and that can guide you to the right people, which can help you. And I think have hope, uh, always have hope and faith that you will you will get somewhere and try and try and be strong about it. But always reach out because trying to deal with everything on your own um, is the hardest thing to do. Um, which I did and when I reached out that's when I that's when I got the help and that's when I got housed yeah reaching out is definitely a massive thing that I would do and I also believe in what Harry said is keeping a journal and writing things down um, um, because it is a journey it's a long journey and it's um, it takes time but you know don't give up never give up and just have faith and hope that, that there is there is help out there and just believe Anyone that hasn't experienced it um, can always sympathise but not empathise as they, you know, they, they haven't been through it. Um, and I think um, maybe volunteering with uh, homeless charities and soup kitchens and shelters, um, maybe just reaching out to them and just maybe trying to help them a little bit. Um, uh, because you can't understand if you haven't been homeless. Um, you can't make somebody understand. So to go and help and reach out to people and maybe do some volunteering. And um, there's only the only way you're going to recognise it is if you open your eyes and see it. So, um, you know, there's more to homelessness than just hidden and on the streets. There's a lot more. I also think that information and knowledge is power to the people that are in our situations. Um, so to do this podcast, to get out there and to let people know that, like, there is help. And like I said before, it's all about hope and faith and just knowing that, like, you know, that you will get there. And you know what is hard as well when you're homeless and you get a house um, is then you've got to pay all the bills and then you've got to be responsible and then you've got a lot to pay out for. And then you've got to sort of all that is it's, it's all very hard work. But eventually people do get there and, um, you know, it, it, it will it will get better. It will get better. It does get better. Thank you.